This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million dollars. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. The Volume. Just a reminder, you can catch us recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with us in person while we're recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow us at, at Jenkins and Jones to get notified when we go live. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Sunday, May 28th, this Memorial Day weekend. Hope everyone's getting some time with their family. Uh, I did not. I was in Fresno covering track meet. I'm looking forward to having some time with my family. But first, some time with my Jenkins and Jones family. So happy to be with Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba? A.k.a. Uh, young intro voice shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do I'm that to me. Gar- <laughs> I'm Guardy. That's an inside joke. Keep inside. I'm Guardy V, aka Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Mother. Motherfucking Mike. Um. All right. There's only one place we can start. Um. Jackson. You know what do you what do you what, what do you got for me, buddy? I'm sure you've been looking forward to this podcast record for 24 hours. Your Boston Celtics won possibly the most ludicrous basketball game I've ever seen, Period. and to, to force a game seven, which will be Monday night in Boston. Uh, I've been trolling you for a couple months. I feel like probably about this Celtics team. <laughs> the floor is yours. I, honestly, I don't have a lot to say. I didn't have a lot to say yesterday. I was kind of speechless. I am someone who, as still a young person, sort of have like old person brain about sports at this point. 
where I don't, I'm not as like intensely affected by it as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Work, I think because I work in sports now. Uh, this was the most stressed I've been watching a basketball game uh, since 2018 when Tatum dunked over LeBron. I thought it was the best day of my entire life and instead it was the worst day of my entire life. <laughs> and this, so five years later, same core team, same point in the season, same weekend. I was deeply, deeply stressed. This time in public, I was like at a bar watching it. And that's how I know you're young. I can't watch a game that means something to me at a a bar at this point. We picked like a sort of calm one because I didn't want to be in like a crazy environment. And I, it it was, it was, it was, I don't know, speechless then, I'm speechless now. It's crazy. It's one of the craziest things ever. We went home and watched the the pressers on YouTube, Derek White, Tatum. And it's so, Jalen Brown. Like, what are they supposed to say other than, like, that was crazy? And because it's like, if it doesn't have, it's all of the things. Like, if it doesn't work out, Tatum looks like kind of like a weirdo if not going to get the ball. The Jay, like, it looks ugly as fuck if Derek White doesn't save the day. Getting a Marcus Smart turnaround three, that's the best shot you can get with three. Like, all Nasty. of it, they look horrible if Derek White does not save the day. The legend of Jimmy Butler goes to new fucking levels. And instead, Instead, we're about 24 hours away from the legend of Jimmy Butler. <laughs> kind of going out a little, a little quiet. Going from a Hemi to a Honda Civic. <laughs> going from a Hemi to a something. Hemi Butler know. to a Porsche. I don't know. Listen, 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 listen. If, if, if we're going to run with the you know downfall of Jimmy Butler, we might have to give credit to some coaching adjustments here. We might have to give Joey motherfucking Ma- mozzarella some fucking credit here because the thing about Jimmy, he wasn't scared. He was just when he got to the paint, there was they fucking collapsed on him. He saw fucking Robert Williams, you know Grant Williams or, or, or Horford there, and he saw fucking you know six foot ten guys arms up. And he's, he was like, nah, this isn't a good look. And he made the right basketball play. Like people, of course, say, oh Jimmy's scared. No motherfucker, did you see what Robert Williams was doing out there, bro? he was just fucking affecting everything so um yeah that that was an incredible adjustment they made and we got to give Derek white his credit to to be the inbounder then to flash out to the corner then to make the fucking season saving tip in bro bro like jesus fucking christ like also i saw a stat that at, when Derek White was the primary defender, Heat players were something like one for 13 from the field against him in that game. He's hit exactly three threes in every game. He's been by far the most consistent Celtic player of this series, possibly of the whole playoffs. The dude, especially, I'm so happy for him after he played great last playoffs as well, but kind of didn't have this moment in the finals. He missed a lot of wide open, very open threes in the in the finals against the Warriors. And Dre on our pod was talking like, we're just going to let that guy shoot. Like, we're going to live with that. And it worked. Celtics lost. And to do this a year later, to just be everywhere on both ends and make that kind of play, it's it's so cool. Like, the of all the guys, too, the, it's one of those D2 stories to, like, gets to be a young Colorado for one year. Go Like, everything about it is such – he seems like such a genuinely good person that it's amazing that it's all happening like this for him specifically for sure the dude plays every second he's out there right yes. like it's easy just to pass it in and just watch like like you say like him running from out of bounds it's easy to pass it in like let's see what happens tatum hey man you know what i mean like did not go towards the ball like broke i don't know if that was the play it was kind of odd to break towards half court 
when like you have three seconds, my bro, you know what I'm saying? Smart. I'm like, did you need to pull that at that point? But because he pulled it early, it gave white time. It's just so many things had to happen wrong and perfectly wrong for the right thing to happen for them to win that game. And that's why it's crazy, because none of that was supposed to happen in order for Derek White to have that opportunity. You know what I mean? To get it 0.1 seconds, bro. I mean, I think it's just insane, G, insane. And, and like the, the entire game, it was a like a good, bad game. You know what I mean? Like it was like there was that like, that third quarter real, was horrendous. But that is an all time fucking finish in playoff basketball history. Right, right, yeah. right. Real, real long. Uh, Warriors Cavs game seven. Like, no, every bucket feels like three buckets yeah. because it's so ugly. Right, right, right. And so there's real big lows, but the action was so intense. And I was watching thinking like. Like think about you, Jackson. Like as a if, as a real Celtics, fan, I, I'm like I'm a I'm a like you know I'm a St. Louis Celtics fan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not really a Boston. You was you a Boston Celtics fan? You feel what I'm saying? So like oh like it's it has to be like crazy to watch that game the entire time with that intensity. But yo, kudos to Derek White and also like in the blowout, bro. Like it would get close. You know what I mean? It get about to, like seven in game in game five. And then he hit like every three that was meaningful. Nobody's hitting shit. He's the person that steps up. And he has like some real lulls. He started off hot in the playoffs. I think against the the uh, Atlanta. He's kind of had a lull, and there's been some ups and downs in the, in the um in the uh, Philly one. But like dog, he's been bro exactly what they needed in this in this three game winning streak. So you know, hey man, kudos to that man. You know what I mean? Salute to him. <laughs> From the back of my head, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> sir, sir head ass nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, yeah. Dog, dog. Incredible, incredible, incredible basketball. Like as bad as it was, it was fucking great. You know, so. it, it it had all of the like. I really, it's hard to, to properly digest, and I feel like I would need to do more historical thinking to like quantify where it belongs to the best play, playoff games, whatever the hell. But like Tatum having twenty five in the first half. This like super tight defensive struggle in the second half. Jimmy Butler just completely taking over in the last like eight minutes. It like all of the beats of like the, of a great game to some to end in some just crazy way. I can't believe that it's the only the second time ever with Jordan being yeah, the other yeah, of either. a yeah. buzzer beater game winner when they were It'll, losing yeah. before in an elimination game. Yeah, in an elimination game. Yes, exactly. Also, like like. Gets fouled with the what four seconds left, three seconds left. You feel me? Two point one and seconds give him an extra left. free throw, and then the NBA you know refs I mean? give him an extra second. <laughs> and bro, <laughs> hey man, I hate this. But, I hate hey, this pocket. This is my least favorite Jenkins and Jones episode. But I was I, and I and I was telling you, I told you, I said, I said, like with, with the with the Lakers. That's why I was like, just get it over with. It was because I mean, you know, I love LeBron, I, and I wanted to see the Lakers go. But I knew they were just wanted to get the team. Don't waste my fucking time. You know, get, get swept, get the fuck out the way, nigga. It's not going to happen. But with the Celtics, I'm like, yo, the Celtics can win. They're a better team. All they have to do is realize they're the better team. You, I mean, the, the scheming plays a big part. But once you just, yo, take the reins, we are a better basketball team than these niggas. Let's fucking hoop. You know what I'm saying? All, scheming can only go so far when you don't have the fucking dogs, don't have the horses. You feel what I'm saying? And they figured it out. They're like, we're the better fucking basketball team. And one in the way they had won all playoffs in the clutch moments. You know what I'm saying? Like this yes, big in the clutch moments game. in a game where they shot so poorly, the whole thing with the Celtics is when they shoot over well, they 12, win. Period. 12, like over twelve, over twelve, Tatum and Brown combined, yeah. the team com shot like literally twenty percent from Seven three. All the heat made 
the Heat made 14 threes, very unheat of them as well. And this the Heat still lose. It's and I also not to go all all Kobe, but the job is not done. They do oh, still so. need to Big win facts. the game. Yeah, yeah. They do still need to win the game uh, tomorrow. It uh, it feels like it's almost annoying to me how much everyone's like, oh well, now uh, series is over. That was Game Seven for Miami, like uh, it's wrapped up in Boston. I'm like, I think that's probably true, but you did it, Boston Celtics. Relax, right? Like, do like it, it feels like just everything. Unclench. You did it. You, you, you like, accomplished exactly. it. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Uh, niggas was making fun of Brown, though. Don't let us win one. They was making fun of him when he said it initially. You know what I'm saying? He remembered how to shoot a basketball. They was that's right, right. That's a big. That's a big deal. You know what I mean? But they was you know clowning my man. You feel me? They let him win one. Shit ain't been sweet since my boy. Jesus Christ. I loved I love the uh the post games. I love Jalen still coming up there in his Celtics jersey. Cause you know, he, you know, he was probably in, in the fucking locker room talking big shit, didn't give a fuck about getting showered and dressed. You know, I know they was fucking on 10 out there. And fucking Spo was like, bro, I wish you could run this shit back right now. So that either tells me that Spo was scared out of his goddamn mind, or he really saw some shit this game and he knows that these boys are food next next game. I have <laughs> I know that is like both ends of the spectrum, but there's no other fucking way to read into that shit so i'm very you, much looking you, forward to this game seven you almost like undersold it he was like he looked like a junkie he was like tapping the table he's like i wish we could play right now i wish we could play right now mm. another 48 minutes like yeah i i that was heartening to me I, there was some debate about like you know like you said is that is that fear you know what i mean is that like or is it confidence and yeah he had a good, he had a good enough want to get face that nasty on, taste out of his mouth. Yeah. That's a that's a rough oh, yeah. look. Only, thing, taste out only thing I know about you know it is it was genuine. He legit wished they could have ran one more at that very for moment. Sure, so sure, he's either legitimately sure, scared sure. or legitimately super fucking right. confident, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, this is my night. This is my personal nightmare. I, I, you like this podcast is one thing. I've talked so much shit to so many people about how impossible <laughs> it would be for the Celtics to come back. It's such a disaster, guys. Bro, they, this will be the first time ever, ever from 03. Yeah. First time ever. Ever, ever, ever. They're the so first team ever. Until it's possible. They're the first team ever to come back from down 3 0 to force a game seven where the game seven's at yeah. home, which I think is yes. wild. Because it's the first time that a, why would a favorite ever go down 3 0? It's like, it's. So yeah, I mean, crazy. this much, like, to but the favorite to the extent that they were favored to. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. But like, they're, I think the only person in TNT that said that the Heat will win was Shaq, and he said it on some Jimmy Butler. You never he know. He said it you know on some. Like, they retire my jersey okay. in Miami. They didn't retire my jersey yeah, yeah. in Boston. So like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna just say it because you know <laughs> right. what I mean. It don't mean shit type shit. And and it's actually you know they had a chance. They have a chance to. But I will say this: the ESPN analytics they they ain't looking as dumb as we thought they were. They because I remember when the That's fucking. A fact. Yeah, when the fucking uh, Celtics went down 0-3, the the analy- ESPN analytics machine still said they 12%? had twelve percent. Was it three? No, no, 12%? no. They said they, they the Celtics went down 0-3. The Cel- the fucking ESPN analytics machine said they still had a sixty nine percent chance of winning this fucking. Oh series. wow, okay, okay. yeah. Because I remember at first they were saying what three or five or something like that. Like initially, the Heat had a chance. It was three like percent before the yeah, series yeah, started. This yeah. whatever the dumb BPI thing yeah. is. Yeah. yeah so okay. I, so I I want to do a little role playing. Is Brock be playing in game seven? I know it's. Uh, I, know pro- I would guess not. 
Okay, yeah. I just, did, he, did he tear a ligament or it just says a forearm strain? Did he actually tear The ligament? reporting was that he has at least a partially torn, I forget if it's ligament or tendon, but something in his forearm, elbow sort of area. Need, the, that's need like, that for basketball. Shooting arm. Need that for basketball. 18, yeah, 18 points a game in the playoffs, sitting on the bench. Two get two points in the last three games. Uh, that's rough. You know I mean? I think they can, I mean, they're still better than this Heat team, but so, they need Brogdon to beat the, the – It is the, rough. You know what I mean? Here's my question for you guys, because I do think this is one of those areas where we obviously can't really understand what the – you know, what it's like inside the, the mind of a Miami Heat player. But we all, as adults who live in the world, um, plus Jackson – who still goes to sports bars to watch stressful basketball games. We've all had situations where like we got a gut punch and then we weren't allowed to go home and like cry for a week. Right. So my question to you is how would you like, like if you were a player on this team, you think you're going to the finals, your fists are in the air. When Marcus smart missed a shot, I'm going to the NBA finals. Then in front of a sold out arena of your fans, you get your heart ripped out on national television and find I mean, they were off the floor, like immediately off the floor. They were in the locker room. And the ESPN reporting was that's a resilient group, but it was like a funeral in the locker room. Like you didn't hear mm-hmm. anything from anybody. So if you're in that situation, you're in that locker room, what do you do? Like, how do you try and shake that off? We talk about the game. Everyone said 48 hours later, the game will be. 45 hours later you know what i mean like it's literally less than two days from when that shit happened that you've got to be at your very best or as we all know you will be on a team that gets made fun of literally forever so how would you personally try and like flush this shit and get back to it i mean yeah that's a heartbreaking ass loss but i'm sure that he'd have to know that they should have lost that game by 30 right like like that fucking horrendous third quarter they had and the Celtics could not capitalize like that. The Celtics should have blown that fucking game open in that fucking third quarter. I think I think the the the, the Heat had a stretch when they went like what four for twenty four or some shit. It, it it was just it was just ugly basketball. And of and of course you know Jimmy le, drew a legit foul, but you know he was foul baiting on a three pointer. Like like bro, it was a lot of shit that that that, that I felt like you know the, the Heat would have gotten away with here that it would just would not fly in a like you know, legitimate fucking basketball, especially in the finals against these Nuggets teams. So I think they have to know that, bro, we were legit the worst team tonight. This one didn't get stolen from us. It just so happened that, you know, they're the last team that, that got the, the tip in. We should have fucking had a body on the inbounder. Like, that's a, a fucking brain fart right there, too. So, I mean, if, if, if I was a Heat player, I'd be like, yeah, we should have got blown out. We stuck around. Now we got to handle business in Game 7. But we shouldn't even be at it fucking Game 7. Y'all were up 3-0. So, there's that, too. I mean, the way they shot that 3 and they still lost, I mean... If they shoot decently good, they beat the niggas by twenty, and they and and they beat them if they even play decent. You know, what I mean, if, if if the Celtics play decent, so I mean, I don't know. My I remember a game in set. I was in seventh grade. It was travel ball. I had sixteen points in the first half. We were up twenty. We ended up losing by ten, and I had six points in the second half. And I still remember that fucking game. I don't know how to get over things, bro. That's why I'm in therapy. Right. So good luck to y'all niggas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had six points in that second half, and we got cooked. 30 points. How many, how many years ago was this? Shit. How old were you? I was in seventh grade. So it was like, it was like 95, 94, bro. 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? And it was getting to the fucking, the, we played weekend tournaments. We played them every weekend. And it was getting to the championship for the weekend tournament. And I was thinking, I had six points in the second half. It's inexcusable, nigga. You feel <laughs> me? So I was still mad about that shit. 
You know, I, mean? I think um, you know. You guys mentioned giving Joe Mazzula credit to to the to their credit. They go down 0-3. Obviously, there's a lot of different ways you can take that. Kind of a similar situation. Gut punch. You know, like wow, we're down 0-3. We thought we were winning a championship for the last like three weeks, and you know the reporting was that they skipped a day of film and they went and played top golf. They just went and just were bullshitting with Love each that. other. Let it out, relax, and you know. I, Thank you for being a friend. As evening, and they needed that motherfucker. You feel me? Yeah, I, I, and I think that that's that's paid off. So I, the problem for Spo is I, you can't like rush home, play mini golf, and then go like <laughs> the game is so tight. Like I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm with John. Like I'm not good at this shit. That's why I'm curious. Like professional athletes, the need to do that quickly within a game, the need to do that quickly is so intense. Like. I don't know. All right, prediction time. No bullshit. Just thumbs up, thumbs down. Ooh. Tyler, Celtics or Heat? Woo. I'm not. I hate this shit, bro. I um, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go with the Heat. I'm gonna. I, the, the the Heat are the better coach team, the better executing team. They've got fucking history on their side. No three zero team blowing it. Whatever. I'm. I'm gonna go there. I'm. I'm just. I'm just gonna go with the Heat for that. Do you think okay? So second part of prediction, just give me a team name, and then do you think it's going to be a close game, or do you think someone's going to lay a stinker, as happens somewhat frequently in game sevens? Do you think someone lays a stinker and and uh, it doesn't end up being that much of a you know? I think it's gonna, I think fourth. it's going to be a close game. I think the Heat win by like eight or nine. That's not really close, John. Game. Yeah, no. You say you say he thinks they make a couple free throws at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and pull, pull, it, pull it out. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be a it'll be a, like a, a barn burner until the last couple minutes. John, um, uh, I think the best team wins at home. You know, what I mean, like I don't think it's that difficult. I mean, it, it's I, I, it's just I, how are Gabe Vincent and, and you know what I'm saying and Caleb Martin. Big, big, you know, and and Duncan Robinson going to perform in an away game to get to the fucking championship. You know what I mean? Like, they need those guys to be great, you know what I mean, to beat this team. And I don't know how confident I am in just role players beating a a stacked-ass basketball team. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, they've been playing great in the playoffs. And bags are coming their way. I'm not... Diminishing yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Look, I mean, you know I mean? like we we yeah. talked about this. But this ain't Jalen Brunson. The, the heat, you know, the heat, Jalen right. Brunson Mavericks role. They're overperforming. Like they're overperforming I mean? yes. what they've shown us all year, and that's admirable. But also, that is why the BPI predictors still thought the Celtics were going to win when they were down three zero, and they were. It was correct that they've come back to force yeah. Game Seven in a historic way. That is why. The Celtics, despite de- being down 3-0 and not like we're still the betting favorites to advance to the finals, and we're still the favorites in every single game that's been played. I think they're a seven or eight point favorite in game seven. So yeah, no, like that's a legit thing, and that's not at all a, a, any slight to Strauss or, or Gabe, like or any of those guys. Like they've been playing out of their mind. They've been playing hard. They've been playing out of their mind, but it's easier to play your average game than to play out of your mind. And if the Celtics and the Heat both play their average games, you have to feel like the Celtics win that game. The Celtics win by 12 if they play their average games. You know what I mean? Jackson? Jimmy might go crazy. I mean, but I don't know. We'll see. I think the Celtics win. I think they're up by like 18 ish points in the third quarter and the heat make this very valiant jimmy butler led comeback to cut it to like and they just do that thing where you're they're like knocking on the door but can't get it lower than eight type of thing 
and it ends up as like a 10, 10 point Celtics win. Um, I think that the Heat will win in a close one. Do you? <laughs> do you? Um, I do, and I'll tell you what. Okay. I um, I did not get. The nuts weren't hanging on that. It seemed like you. No, was that's fair. No, no, no. I'm not. Hand. Look, I'm not. I don't bet money on sports. Period. But I definitely would not be betting on the Heat. But what what okay, what, what okay. I what I would say is this. I I was covering a, a state track meet on Saturday night, so I was following the game on my phone. Didn't get to see it. Drove home from Fresno today, watched the whole game. I feel better about the heat after watching the game than I did after following it on my phone. Because I didn't realize how much the Celtics... It's just... And Charles Barkley actually like pressed Jalen Brown on this shit at the end of their interview last night. And I was glad he did because it's a real question. He's like, how many times are you guys going to do this? Why do you keep easing up off the gas pedal? He's like, I, as an all-time basketball great, I'm asking you. You were down 0-3. You fucking mash the pedal down. You play your asses off for two and a half games. And then you're up at halftime of game six. And you did the same shit. You just start jacking threes. <laughs> like You're not playing hard defense. So, you know, that was his question. And after seeing that, like, even in that situation, backs against the wall on the road, they still don't have that, like, consistent, reliable, they're just going to bust the game open. And then seeing, honestly, seeing Spo after the game, that's where I feel better about the Heat um, than I did just seeing the result that they fucking blew a three-game lead with three straight losses, including two at home, which is pretty fucking wild. So I, I, I don't feel super confident. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm super excited for it. Um, all the Celtics, you know, Jackson, all that shit aside, like, this is awesome. It Like, we thought it was going to be two sweeps. Potentially in the conference finals has been a great playoffs up to that point. And now we get a game seven with the trip to the NBA finals on the line. You can't ask for anything better than that. It's in Boston. Everyone's going to be feeling some type of way, whether it's really happy or really angry. Like this, this is what, this is what we're all hoping for, you know, when the season starts. So hundred percent. And I think you got to give a lot of credit to Jimmy Butler for in his press conference, giving that same exact sort of speech. Like, this is what good basketball is. And I think the fact that Jimmy somehow is – he embodies the words that he says, which is like, we don't want to get too high when we win. We don't want to get too low when we lose. I think that really, really, really – in addition to like this – it plays into this heat culture spo thing where it's like they are obviously riding with that guy no matter what, right? right? And his ability to do that thing that we're talking about of – being able to just move on and stay cool and not panic and not hold on to the loss for 20 years. Like John's like, I've like, we've all done in the different, in a non Jimmy Butler way. And I think that is what like him living the heat culture thing is what gives them more of a chance. than I think they should have in this game. The other, the I last point, Jimmy the, the, gives him what him doing that gives more chances in, in all the games he played. That's right, why they right. won. Because, because, because of that, that's the foundation of when they're when they're playing their best. You know what I'm saying? So the last thing I would say, I did, and not to be a Republican round ball motherfucker, I apologize in advance. The clip they showed of the Celtics locker room, I understand they just won that game in a historic way. They look very proud of themselves for what they have accomplished. And Jason Tatum had his arms around Joe Mazzulla. He looked like he was about to go to Disneyland. Like, you know what I mean? And so I, there's a little, like, Missoula was trying to do the eye of the tiger shit. Like, he was trying to do the Kobe jobs not done thing. 
And it just was not the vibe I got from that Celtics locker room for the five seconds of video that they showed. It just was not, I, I just did not see that at all, personally. Bro, bro, like I said, the Celtics should have came out that third quarter up by 20. They still haven't all the way undumbed themselves this series. Fucking Jason Tatum was what, one for nine, second half, only had two, yeah. six points altogether. Like, bro, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not riding with the off in the first quarter on fire, too. You yeah, know what yeah, mean? he went crazy that first half. And then was one for nine in yeah, the second. So. One thing I think about the Celtics, and, it, like, and Chuck brought this up, is like they take the first three that's available, not the first best good good three that's available, right? You know what I mean? First three that's available, they chuck that motherfucker. Like take take the first good shot, and so like that's where they shoot themselves in and out. You know, like oh, if they're hot, they they're on fire. You know what I mean? But if they're not, you can shoot yourself out by just taking the first available three, especially when you're cooking them at the paint, bro, and the and, you know at, at the rim. This doesn't make that much sense. I know, I know, you know, Missoula's like, we want 43s a night. Okay, cool, right? But they're well, shooting 71% from two and then right, 66%. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's like, no. You really like, felt no. it last game, too, that when the Heat were making their run and it's like, just go to the basket and Jalen Brown just like stands there left wing, no passes on the possession, not one pass, takes a 27-foot contested three, but like, or not, not contested, 27-foot open three. It's like, okay, yes, you're open. And yes, you're Jalen Brown, but like you can get that shot anytime. Anytime, bro. Just try anytime. to go to the basket. Just you try. You need a bucket. That's not the shot you want when you need a fucking right. bucket. You know what I mean? So, and that's why I think the game tomorrow. I think they do they they do the Celticsy shooty thing for the first half, and I think the Heat comeback and the Heat failed comeback is not because the Celtics had the answers at the right time. It's because I think the shot making sort of just like runs out a little bit for the Heat. Very yeah. possible. <laughs> I, I I am so glad I do not have a dog in this fight tomorrow. It's gonna be a stress motherfucking for you Memorial Day for me. I'm a goddamn. This is not how I was trying to spend my Memorial Day. <laughs> fucking six inches right. from a, a screen, <laughs> praying no. to a god I don't believe in. Smelling like, a barbecue in your breath, bouncing off the fucking bro, screen. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm <laughs> about to be I'm crazy. I'm watch some lacrosse. I'm gonna throw some shit on on the grill. I'm gonna smoke my weed, and I'm gonna laugh at some fan base tomorrow night. Like that. Those, those are my fucking. <laughs> plans whoever it is i don't give a fuck <laughs> i'm obviously now i'm saluting tyler from the back of my head <laughs> teach, me, teach, teach me your ways i need to i need to just think of this as the st louis native jason tatum my friend john's from st louis that's how i need to trick myself into not thinking you of think it as the, the celtics, celtics would have a chance against the nuggets like you low-key should be room for the celtics because no. the nuggets would wash the motherfuckers like don't you want the most painful possible cool. no. for the celtics no i'm, I'm talking about no, i mean i Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. I think if the Celtics win this game, that I would have to say about the Celtics going into the finals, what I said about the Heat going into the conference finals, which is I'm going to stop making predictions about the team. <laughs> like, I, I totally agree with you about the way they line up, but if they go from, like, I still mean literally every word of what I said when they were up 3 0 and Jackson was jokingly saying, don't let us win one. Like, they look like they hated each other. We've all watched a lot of basketball. There was no that chemistry. Was the too. There was no that chemistry. Was the too. There was no life. There was no coaching. There was no energy in that team. And they've now made NBA history. Like, so I, I don't know. I just don't think I have a good enough read on them yet. Like, I agree with you about the self, uh, about the, the, like, the way that it actually matches up. But I also thought. <laughs> I also thought they were going to lose three consecutive games <laughs> that they won against the Heat. So I don't know. Yeah, bro, I'm going to be a wreck tomorrow. Cam yesterday was like, 
I, I'm fully realizing and seeing with my eyes that meme that is like men really pick a favorite team when they're seven and let it ruin their lives <laughs> for the rest of their lives. And I'm like, dude, I get it yeah. because I'm miserable. Welcome to hell. In a public place. So Welcome Bro, to hell. I, I, I can't I can't wait till Bron retires. I'm gonna pick a horrible team to just be a fan of. They're probably the Lakers, because they're probably will stink. You know what I mean? But that's that's like bro, I just the 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 like having good basketball teams is not fun. I don't see why people like or you know what I mean. Like having good sports teams is so fucking stressful when like things matter. When he just knows something, you know that you just go up watch the game and you know they're gonna lose by fifteen. You can be happy with like a a young player looking good. You know what I mean? The only the, when, like, yeah the only things matter. It's just stressful. The only sports fan I've been envious of since we started this show is Hanif. He has such a healthy relationship with being a Timberwolves fan that he's like, he's like, I, I think he said the first time he was on, he's like, I don't practice a form of fandom that is reliant upon optimism. He's just like, <laughs> I don't start every year thinking we have a chance. I just like, I watch yeah. him because that's what I do. And then he'll go outside and meditate or write or whatever. And just like, that's the way to be. No attachment to the concept of the team being good whatsoever. <laughs> The end of a game, like after they lose the series, he can hop right on a pod and talk about it cool, right? A team he's been a fan of for his entire life. You know what I mean? Bro, nigga, it might take me a week and a half to really talk about a team that I think, you know what I mean? That I have expectations out of for real. You know what I mean? So even though we talked about the Lakers, but I didn't, I I, I was, I told y'all boys, the niggas. Let's go back into the chip. They made it further than I thought. I'm happy. I'm happy about that. But I wasn't really too confident. You doubted them every being a chip series. Year. You doubted them against the Grizz, yep. against the Warriors. Yep. I told yep. you the Nuggets yep. were probably, yep. you know, the Nuggets were scary. I was and that's like, cool. Yeah. But that allowed me to win. You were protecting your heart. You were, you were protecting your heart. You were protecting your heart. I'm going to talk, way. bro. In 2016, if they had lost, we wouldn't have potted the entire summer. <laughs> the whole summer washed, nigga. You know what I mean? I would have been, been fat as fuck. Anything. I would have been fat as fuck. No episodes Mike to listen would, to and Mike go to the gym. Been able to run it all. You know what I mean? We'd have been silly Billy anything if we would have potted it all, nigga. We probably would have just motherfucked. Hey, we would have just talked to the phone like some regular niggas. <laughs> you feel me? That's all we owe. You feel me? You Speaking of, bro, I, I'm i not even I'm not even sure if I'm happy, proud of this, but I do take a lot of uh, professional pride in my job. If the Celtics lose tomorrow, I probably will not be here for whenever our next pod is. I so. get it. I get it, bro. I get it. It's just, it's just, bro. It's just I'll be difficult. here when you get back. If they lose, <laughs> oh, okay. I'll be here. Wait, take your time. I'll, 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 I'll be with you. Like, I'll, I'll be here in October. Don't worry. <laughs> I got the pieces, baby. We, uh, These jokes will be here too, right? If the Celtics lose Game Seven, the Wednesday episode, Jackson will be on sabbatical. <laughs> like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you, but consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We we're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the problem. We didn't realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Um, God bless. Okay, so t- uh, tonight after we record, Tyler, where'd you get on your succession watch through? Shit, I am at like near the end of season three. Is that the most recent season before nah, this season? No, I'm, I'm not going to be. I'm going to have to stay off goddamn Twitter. I done muted a bunch of shit. I'll be this is season five? Yeah. Currently, this okay, okay. Four. oh four. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Be, so I'll you're be, pretty close, actually. Through, yeah. I'll be through with my shit like sometime mid mid this week. I should okay. be able to talk about a silly Billy episode. Okay, That's silly Billy I'm episode. Say, say, yeah, say. I'm gonna. So Jackson's already seen the finale. Shar and I are gonna watch it when we're done recording. But what? Okay, for this. So if y'all have been watching Succession, which is seems like the entire internet has, uh, silly Billy episode on Saturday. Tyler and Jackson and I. Are Fuck yeah, we're gonna talk some fucking Succession. And we will, John, and we'll talk about some anime too, brother. Yeah. 
Because we love you. Because we love you. Don't waste anybody's time, bro. Because we love you. We love your interests. We support your hobbies. I'm actually rewatching Attack on Titan right now, bro. That's what I was watching before we I logged. We'll have a recap from from John on Attack on Titan (laughs) Saturday. (laughs) Succession recap and 30 year old anime (laughs) recap. All right. Um, hey, but, but are, we, are we about to no, shout? I was, I to I, no, out. Oh, go ahead, shout someone out. I was gonna bring up the other. Thing. I just want to shout out to um to Bendy. I, I, I was at the barber. I was at the uh, barbecue spot with my mom and, and Rada, and this and this girl put up. She was like. Dragonfly Jones? I'm like, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I'm just no jiggies, but like, I love your podcast. I listen to all the episodes. <laughs> like, I'm kind of starstruck. Oh my god. That's wild. You know what I mean? Right? And right in front of my mom. So oh, sorry, that's the like, fucking oh, best. Yeah. Oh, you name is for real now, dog. <laughs> She's in the neighborhood. She thought I was you, nigga. Nigga, she knew. If it's the pod. She knew we were. Yeah, she knew it was one of us. She seen our face. She She probably thought you were John, a.k.a. Dragonfly Jones. People do. People do. Yeah, people always get me confused with y'all. It happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For sure. But anyway. People pull up on me thinking I'm Dragonfly Jones all the time, too. But yeah, so shout out to her, man. She's in the Navy in Fort Lauderdale. She was visiting with her. Best friend in uh in uh you know here in LA. That's so awesome. Hope she enjoyed the weekend. Hella cool man. though, man. Hella cool. Now did man. the universe yeah. bring black woman? Did, black did, and she said, and she said, she said, I don't fuck with basketball at all. But I, y'all make it funny. She was like, I don't know who Glenn Rivers is, but <laughs> that shit had me dying. <laughs> I said, like, Tyler went crazy. You I love when people say that when they fuck with our pod that don't even fuck hell with basketball. Yeah. That is my favorite compliment. Um, that and you smell good. You know, sure, what I mean? you're right, of course. Uh, let, but that's different. You, make sure you shout her out on the Silly Billy episode too, just in case she, so, just in case so. she didn't this, get through forty out. straight minutes of Celtics talk. Um, she was like, "Thank you for what you do." I'm like, "I just talk shit with my friends." Yeah. <laughs> but oh, thank you. I just, I, I really appreciate people hitting up and supporting us. I get that shit in my DMs all the time. Yes. And thanking yeah. us all the time. It's like, it's just so sweet, man. Everybody's so I think I, I think if you've been a listener of the pod for a long time, I think we used to do that a lot more of like thanking people or shouting people out. And like, I, at some point, like not to sound at all like an asshole, it, it became like, wow, this would be really self-serving if we were to read all these DMs every episode. So we do read and see stuff and we, it, we're all, all very appreciative. I want to know, did the universe bring you together with Bindi so that she could have a at the barbecue so she, spot, so she, so she could have right. that cool moment when she's on her break or did they bring y'all together so that your mom could see someone you know treating you like you're famous and and giving you some love like is it you know what i mean yeah yeah my mom's so chill though my mom just like that's she's sweet you know what i'm saying like but my mom was just chill but she she was she was cheesing but she was she very chill about it but my mom told me she proud of me a thousand times right. you know what i mean like but it did, it did help me feel like, oh, that was tight. But I don't know, man. I just, I just really, to me, it's just really cool that somebody fucks with us. Like, people, there's so many pods out here, G. You know what I mean? Somebody hit me up. I posted a video of like me playing with Somi in the pool, like in the swimming lessons. And one dude said, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'll listen to every single podcast, bro. It's been great to see, you know what I'm saying? This type of content from you. Y'all are so wholesome. And I'm like, just today. And I'm like, nigga, bro, thank you for listening to the pod, G. Like, it's just really sweet, bro. Like yeah. I don't know, but I thought that was really cool, man. And I told her she's like, she's like, I'm so, I'm so, kind of starstruck. I'm like, it's all right, I ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had on a fucking HBCU sweatshirt, fucking ch- ch- uh, some some bands. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, regular nigga. But anyway, it was really cool. Really cool. Uh, all right, last topic before we get out of here. Speaking of uh, fans of the Jenkins and Jones podcast, shout out to uh, Mikey Weiland, who who oh, who hit us up with this uh, Eric Lewis uh, burner shit. And so I've I've been DMing with him about this for a couple of weeks. So I have like a little bit yeah. of an interesting perspective on it. Yeah. And I want to say before we get into this at all, because I'll give a little context. I know some. I know there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are not on Twitter and have no idea what the fuck this is. So, yeah. <laughs> so they don't know we the police. Don't want to cry. So Mikey hit us up uh, via DM and was like, "Hey, like, like, literally on some." This is this is fucking funny shit, right? Like Right, that's like it. I was arguing with this dude and he was arguing with me about this referee, Eric Lewis, and I'm like, that's fucking weird. Why would someone be on the internet arguing about Eric Lewis? So he right, clicked right, on right. the account's replies and saw, "Oh, all this account ever does is argue with strangers about Eric Lewis." So And his wife. And his wife. So this dude is like Feels similarly to the three of us. Nothing wrong with that on a moral sense. No desire to see any kind of like bad things happen to him as a person. Just isn't this outrageous that in 2023, when the NBA has had several burner scandals, that someone is still moving like this. So he brought it up. We talked about it for what? Like three minutes Ten. on the last five? Maybe, like, maybe six. Maybe six. But it, it wasn't like it was like a... <laughs> yeah. uh, Boom! Jenkins and Jones exclusive. He wasn't. <laughs> like, it was at the end like, of the show. Doo-doo head of the week or anything. Right. It was just that. like yeah, I think yeah. what all three of us felt. Like this is a funny, dumb thing. Funny, dumb, harmless thing that this dude is doing or whatever. Right. 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 So, a couple days later, other <laughs> things have happened. Uh, another listener of the show, uh, uh, Pablo Escobar, screen recorded scrolling through the tweets and replies. Assuming that this account was going to immediately be deleted, which to my shock, as of the time we are recording, it has not been deleted yet. I thought he shut <laughs> no, it down. He shut it down okay. and then he oh. started it back up so he could argue some more, dog. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. so- hey, man, I kind of fucked with him even more. <laughs> yeah, so, he's standing on 10. So, so, so at this point, here's where, here's where things stand. The video that Pablo put up has been viewed, I think it's like four and a half million times. The shit's gone diamond on The Twitter, shit's okay. gone, yes, like, yes, triple platinum. Uh, Braun has tweeted about it. Platinum. Pat Bev has tweeted about it. Um, I think all three of us feel good about the fact that it's not out there with the Jenkins and Jones fucking, uh, uh, what do they call those, Jackson? Watermark on it or some, or some shit, you know? Um, but... The NBA is open an investigation, which I know all three of us would strongly, some of us more than others, we, we, but we'd all prefer that that not be happening because to me, this is a funny, dumb Twitter thing. But because of the way the NBA rules are, the NBA is investigating Eric Lewis um, and my co-hosts, and I totally understand, have some feelings of uh, regret about that fact. So, gentlemen, is that? A, I believe that's all the context 
to be given. I mean, that's about the, as much context yeah. you can give. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, Tyler. Go ahead. I'll let you leave. I mean, I ain't think. Oh, you want me to go ahead? Go I, ahead. I, was, I was just gonna say I ain't think the shit was gonna go this far. Like I thought it was just gonna be a ha ha. This this really might be Eric Lewis account deleted, and it'll be a fucking NBA Twitter fucking folktale, right? Like that's about as far as all of the shit was gonna go. I did not think that the fucking NBA was gonna launch a full blown investigation into this man's tweets. And um, it was like I told y'all earlier, you know, before we started recording, it was like I found out, you know this morning you know that 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 a week or so ago that he had been selected to be the head of officiating for the MEAC. uh he's a bethune cookman grad for for those out there listening who don't know what the MEAC is mid mid eastern atlantic conference it's um it's a hbcu conference it was a conference that north carolina nt was and i hate that they fucking left because i don't give a shit about playing lenora ryan and fucking gardner webb like i want to play hampton and MEAC is the best yeah the MEAC was a the MEAC was the fucking best we had a ton of kids go to where are they at now where are they at now what conference are they in it's an awesome conference yeah what conference are they in now i hate i fucking hate it i hate it so okay but um but yeah, and and I was like, bro, like this dude, he's a like I said, he's a Bethune Cookman gr- a grad. He's you know still ten toes down for HBCUs. My type of dude. Um, I checked his fucking ref profile, and it was like his favorite show is Martin. You know, his hobby is drawing in his, in his spare time. I was like, bro, this is a fucking HBCU grad who fucking is a big wife guy who argues on fucking Twitter and fucking his favorite show is Martin. I was like, dog, that's me. You know what I'm saying? I was like, so, right. So, so yeah, I, I feel like, like we for sure got to do our due diligence on shit like that again. We are going to have a, a no real nigga, you know, <laughs> expose policy going moving forward here because we did not expect this shit to go this far, bro. We thought it was just a joke. You know what I mean? Now I got a nigga feeling like the police, dog. I did not want to get a black man in trouble at his place of employment, you feel me, over some shit that I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about the rule. All he did was fucking, was was ta- was, was take up for himself and his wife. It's not a big deal. And I wish we'd have done a little bit of research first, you know what I mean, before we, yeah, we, you know, like, we're going to clown us. You know, I just, I feel like, you know, Sometimes you accidentally do fucking shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we actually did some fuck nigga shit. And I, I want to apologize for the part I played in the fuck nigga shit. Okay? That's it. You know what I mean? Because he seemed like a solid dude. Like Tyler said, he seemed like me. I'm like, he went to HBCU, which that's my only regret in life that I did to go to HBCU. And that's the Martin's end of the my list. Favorite show. And that's the end of right, the list. Right. Right, Martin's my favorite show, and I love doodling. You know what I'm saying? You can go to my pack and see nothing but doodles on IG, yeah. bro. So I'm like, bro, this is this. You know, he ain't me, but he like he the type of dude I'm, I, I fuck with. So yeah, man. I, I, you know, st- standing ten toes with on it with his wife and himself talking shit. I love that. So you know, apologies to Eric Lewis if you hear this. No, like, no, I, 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 I didn't mean to. And, you know and, what I mean? And, we ain't mean to get you in trouble with the man. My bad, dog. You feel? We were slipping, you feel? And unapologies yeah. from me, <laughs> because if you're doing shit you know you're not supposed to do, you can't be the stupidest possible version of doing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> But he was stupid for five years before he found I don't think that's a, he did some fuck nigga shit. I don't, I don't think that's the argument you think it is. He uh, was being dumb as fuck for five years. Okay, regardless, I feel bad for the part I played. I don't give a damn about the rules and the decisions he made. You know what I'm saying? On the dumb scale, 
it may be really dumb, but like 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 Jackson said earlier, the consequences. It's, For sure, it's un, it's we we we, so we like, all agree that I don't it's really right. Care, right. We know we we so we like, all agree about. It. Like I said, I'm and there's Lakers fans I out there. I just hate who are to get the man in trouble at his gig, and he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But I'm not the type to tell on nobody for nothing to know at their job. You feel me? You know, like I do. No, I do. I know for sure. People stealing fries and shit. Of course, of course. Still, still of course. extra bag. You know, y'all know I didn't get hired at Best Buy because I would not lie about that question on the fucking interview. You know what I mean? Right, what would right. you do if you saw one of your coworkers stealing lemonade? I said I would not tell anyone about that. And they said, Well, what would you do if you saw someone stealing a television? And my response to it was, Are you equating a lemonade with a television as part of the job interview? And that was the end of the interview. So, oh man. So I, I'm 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 with you on all that i will say i think if he was moving like that for five years which he was he was this was going to happen at some point and, and i fully right. and well, i you're right and i fully under, and i do but completely understand is we didn't want to play sure. a part and i in what and i come and i completely mean? understand that for sure but this was like very much someone walking into a wall and then hurting their face like you know what i mean like yeah, you yeah. just like literally tweet about anything other than you and your wife once you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> like yeah. mix in a tweet about succession or, like, or whatever else because i know the thing i mean that was really what what uh mikey hit me up like was like it almost feels like a setup it's such an obvious burner you know what i mean like it almost feels like a parody of someone pretending to Think of like pick a random person to talk about or whatever. So, and what's funny is Mikey, like one of his homies hit me up and sent a video of Mikey's dad. Like the dude, like yeah. Mikey's a real nigga. His dad is a real right, nigga. Right. You yes. feel me? Yeah. So they probably ain't really feeling too proud of the part they played in it either. Cause you know what I'm saying? If they knew what, what homie was, I think on, I think he has. Uh, I think he's got the like. Oh my god! Did LeBron James just tweet about the funny DM I sent the Jenkins and Jones guy? This like yeah, thing going yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think he also yeah. knows like he was not out here hunting for burner accounts. So if Someone yeah. like him that's just talking about basketball with people was going to end up with an NBA ref who's searching his name to argue with strangers. <laughs> like, I think he, you know, like, anyway, I hope he doesn't have too much second thoughts about it as well because yeah, it just, yeah, again, it yeah, could have yeah. happened a year and a half ago. It could have happened two yeah. years from now. I'm happy that we're not a podcast or a media company that put the shit out there with a like clickbaity, whatever, hey. and poured gasoline on it all yeah, the time, yes. or whatever. But um, anyway, all right. I, Lock this referee. Right. We went on that. <laughs> right. We just cracked a few jokes. For but sure. I still feel bad. I didn't want to get the man oh, in I, trouble. I get it. Know? And I like. Uh, or play a part in it getting in trouble. The story is what blew it up. Like I. But yeah. we, you know what I'm saying? But, like, but like, like, I, like I told y'all, I think you're both right. And I totally understand why you both feel that way. And I also totally understand myself not having much sympathy for him. <laughs> and, he, and I would add, I think I do think he'll be fine. I don't think we'll see him. Ref, yeah, I don't think fine. we'll see him ref this playoffs. But obviously, that's a dude who actually almost to his credit. And I have seen a ton of people saying this on Twitter. He thought he was operating anonymously for five years and did not. And came out. Look, I mean, like you can't if you look through all the shit he tweeted. I mean, like he was going back and forth with the Lakers fans, but there's nothing bad at all in any of those nothing tweets. Bad, this is just a dude nothing. who was talking shit on people who were talking shit about him. He so. did nothing bad more. Right. Yeah. You there's like nothing saying? in the, there's yeah. nothing in those that even if something does happen with the NBA or like Tyler was talking about with him going to the MIAC, like nothing in this is going to be anything other than a funny story in a continued career of this dude officiating. Like this is nothing that happened in this is gonna make someone think. 
oh, I don't know if I I believe in his integrity or some shit like that. Which yeah, obviously yeah, in yeah. the NBA there have been officiating scandals that fell under that umbrella. So, Bubba. all right, uh, that's all the time we got for Jenkins and Jones. We will be back on Wednesday night with the finals preview and to discuss whatever happens in Game Seven. Jackson may or may not be on sabbatical. I may or may not be on sabbatical. We'll just see what happens in Game Seven. <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing at somebody. I tell you, <laughs> and we all know Tyler has I'm the correct approach. <laughs> Hope everyone has a good Memorial Day, uh, and uh, thanks for fucking with us. We'll see y'all in a couple of days. Bye. Bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.